on the air, online, from New York City, border to border, and coast to coast. You're connected with Tom Sullivan. Yes, you are, and uh, thank you for connecting. Welcome to the big radio show. Happy Tuesday to you. 29th day of March, 2022. My name is Tom Sullivan. I uh, got a nice email from Lisa. Says, uh, Tom, I'd call when my phone battery would die. I'm working. I'm out working with my phone. As far as being non-binary goes, it has nothing to do with sexual orientation. It means you don't identify with either gender. If you don't know the difference, look up the definite. I do know the difference uh, between sexual orientation and gender identification. I'm, my my point, Lisa, is um, why kindergarten for second and third grade? That's all I'm, that's my, that's my complaint. I, I mean, she says, I have a child who is non-binary, changed her name. <gasps> you used the pronoun her? Changed her name from something very feminine to something neither feminine nor masculine. Sometimes she likes to dress like a female, sometimes not. She really doesn't care what bathroom she uses. When you've got to go, you've got to go. And nothing to do at all with her sexual orientation. They're teaching I don't know. How, I don't know how old your child is, Lisa. But they're ta- this is this is for little little babies. Sorry. I don't think your sexual anything comes out until you're in your early teens. Anyway, I I, I mean it, it's it's about the the fact that it's in for children K through three. Um, Kamara says, uh, sex ed for K through three children, as they said in South Pacific, you've got to be carefully taught to think gender is different than sex is malleable. Yeah. Um, in a fans is a uh, man, salty dropping names. I hope none of those girls now women are listening to the show today. I wonder if they knew salty had a crush on him. Uh, like I said, I've I've talked about Judy Bevery. I have no idea if Judy Bevery's alive or dead. I haven't seen her since we were thirteen. But boy, she was the hit of the seventh grade class, <laughs> big time. Funny how those names you salty remembered the the young girl in her in his class. I remember Judy Bevery. Talk about it, people making impressions on you that you go through life with. Holy smokes. I don't know. Um, I, let's move on. I, 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 we're not going to solve that today. I um, just a little bit on the COVID business. You see, where I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times in the last week, where uh, the COVID cases are really. Um, growing again, another surge in Western Europe. And there is another surge in China. And it's causing, um, you know how big Shanghai is? I looked it up earlier. I think it's the population there is, uh, yeah, 26 million people. That's like uh, two and a half times New York, New York City. It's massive, a massive city. And they have shut down Shanghai because they have an outbreak 
of COVID. And, and it, you, you as we sit here two years from the, from the start of, of COVID in this country, a lot of us are coming to the conclusion that a lot of the stuff that they said would work, they didn't know if it would or would not. I'm not sure to this day if it helped or did not help. Uh, social distancing, six feet, really? That doesn't make sense to me anymore. Um, wearing a mask? I, I don't know. Maybe it helps. I, 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 I've got my suspicions there, too. So China, according to Yunus Yun, who's in Beijing, says that, and this is going to impact us, because we get so much from China, and China's got a big surge going again. So stand by for yet another problem of trying to get the supply chain back healthy again, because China, according to Yunus Yun, they have a strict lockdown going in Shanghai. Shanghai is tightening That's its seven. controls on day two of the lockdown. Today, the officials announced more explicit rules for residents in the currently locked down east side of the city, saying that uh, people cannot leave their homes unless they go for a COVID test. That means no walking in hallways, no throwing out the trash. You cannot even walk your dog. So the clampdown is meant to minimize the impact on the economy. The ports, the airports, the stock exchange all remain open because of Shanghai's important economic role. However, shippers, manufacturers, logistics companies have all been complaining that they are having a lot of problems in the supply chain. The warehouses are shut because of the lack of staff. Truckers are unavailable. Cross-border requirements, they say, with disinfection and the more and the increase in health checks for drivers is raising costs. A shipper in Maersk says that their trucking service will be down 30 percent during the curbs. Shanghai, though, is trying to offset the problem, rolling out relief today for companies. $22 billion will be given in tax breaks for companies. Uh, measures to cut costs are also being unveiled, like pushing online food delivery companies, for example, to cut fees. Subsidies are also being offered for retailers and frontline workers to ensure that staff can get their regular COVID tests and that they can afford them. Chinese state media, as you can imagine, has been really playing down this disruption. In fact, quoting a local economist is saying that the city's GDP will be cut by half a percent in Q1 and in Q2, but that overall, and especially for the overall economy, the impact, they say, will be minimal. However, there is evidence that the officials are starting to rethink some of the COVID um, COVID uh, protocols, the zero COVID protocols, and Becky, I thought that this might be of a special interest to you. Um, Shanghai updated its guidance for its COVID strategy, and they include this line that said that the city would support the import of COVID vaccines and therapeutic drugs. So this is the first wow. time that the idea of importing vaccines is actually put in mainland Chinese government guidance. And it also comes when China has started to experiment and it's using Pfizer's COVID uh, pill in hard hit areas, other parts of China, they've already started to roll it out. So you're starting to see uh, 
perhaps the reality on the ground because of the spread starting to push the authorities to do something that they haven't done before. And of course, that is embracing the idea of using some foreign therapeutics. Yeah. So. In times past, you would say, what? Uh, I don't care what's going on in China. And that's their problem. But we're talking about where we get a lot of our stuff. And we've had uh, the supply chain is still not anywhere near back to the way it was. And this is China is now experiencing a two year high in COVID cases. So what are they doing? They um, here. Here are just a few of the major cities that are locked down. Um, companies are being told to shut their doors. Uh, Shenzhen is about an hour's train ride from Hong Kong. Very, it's part of one of the China's um, new economic zones. They have 17 and a half million people in lockdown. They conduct three rounds of citywide mass testing. Shanghai, 89% of their infections are asymptomatic. People don't know that they're sick, but they test positive. So schools have reverted back to online learning. Airports have canceled lots of flights as of yesterday. Uh, they admitted that management loopholes at a quarantine hotel led to the local outbreak. Uh, Changchun and other cities in the Jilin province um, have gone into lockdown. 24 million people live in that province. They're barred from leaving or traveling. Uh, Foxconn, which is the big manufacturer of Apple products, has suspended their operations in Shenzhen and Changkong. Changkun, I'm sorry. Uh, and Toyota has suspended their operations as well in these two cities. So, uh, Toyota dealers, how you doing out there? Are you getting, uh, are you getting the cars that you've ordered, or are they saying it's going to take a little bit longer? So this is um, this is the problem: is that the world is so reliant upon China for their goods, not their services, but certainly for their goods. And when you see something like this happening in China, I, I mean, I, I, you know that's going to hit here. It just is. And so I don't know how fast. I don't know if, if it's already happening. I don't know if you Toyota dealers are uh, having difficulty. I don't know if those of you that work at Apple uh, have noticed that you're not getting the products that you were supposed to get. So it's one thing for you and me, folks, to not find bread, milk, or toilet paper at the grocery store. Uh, it's But another thing, when the supply chain is so disrupted and they haven't been able to get past uh, COVID and they are in a wave right now that's the highest they've ever had in China. And so they use an old-school method of lockdown. I, I don't know if that works. There was a... Um, where did I put the story? There was a uh, interesting story about, oh, yeah, here it is, the cruise ship. Washington Post has it today. 
There's a cruise ship that returned to San Francisco, the Princess Cruises Ruby Princess. They would not allow anybody on the ship unless they proved that they've been fully vaccinated. Fully. I presume that means two shots and a booster. And they returned from 15-day trip to Panama Canal. Oh, and you also, even if you've been vaccinated, before you get on the ship, you have to prove a negative COVID test. So how did anybody on the ship get COVID? But they got a bunch of people on the ship that got COVID, which is a total mystery. Going, how did people get COVID on a ship where everybody was supposed to be completely screened? Some of you get Mystery. pretty vicious. The problem is you've got to find somebody that cares. It's Tom Sullivan. Well, look at that. Um, talking about the the uh, the ship that had the cases of uh, COVID, and yet they checked everybody beforehand. The Princess, which one was this? The Ruby Princess. And lo and behold, uh, Kurt in Reno, Nevada, was on that ship. How was it, Kurt? Did hey, you Tom, enjoy it? You? I'm good. Uh, how did it go? Yeah, your phone's breaking up. Try that again. I didn't hear you. Yeah, uh, we we did enjoy the cruise. We were on the uh, ship for uh, for the whole time, but the last five days we were locked in isolation. Oh boy, because of the other people. Yeah. How did it? Uh, how did well, that? I'm I'm sure that was conversation topic A. Was how did anybody? Because you all had to be fully vaccinated and take have a negative COVID result, COVID test result. Well, you, there shouldn't the, have been uh, anybody on that ship that got a, got it. But how did you get it? How did people get it? Well, the funny one is that the first day on the sh- the first day on the ship, uh, one of the entertainment bands, a four piece band, played up on the deck as kind of like the welcome on on board kind of thing. The next day they were playing without a bass player. One of their uh, guys was sick. Oh. Another guy was sick, and by the fourth day they were non-existent. So uh, we ended up testing uh, testing positive on like Tuesday or Wednesday. So yeah, for the last five days we were actually on the, the deck with isolate and everybody else. And there's about 90 of us guests that were sick, and. Dozens of uh, crew members or, or entertainers. So. Oh, you was, said uh, we. You a lot more than the you president. got it. You got it. Yeah, I ended up you getting got sick. Uh, six, six of the nine family members were end up getting sick. What? Um, so, so, so oh. did they not check the band? I mean, why didn't they check the band? They checked the passengers. You would think. That, that place was as sterile as you I, could possibly get. 
Yeah, but uh, we also made our first two stops in uh, Cartagena, Colombia, and then Panama City. So uh, I'm guessing that there could have been some sort of exposure in one of those two. It was right after those two port visits when they started getting uh, yeah. people reported being sick. That's what I was thinking, is that if you go on a cruise, folks, the idea is to go putt-putt-putt around the water, but the real point of it is you get to stop and explore ports of call and so you get off you go to a restaurant or you go sightseeing or you go shopping and you get back on the ship but who knows who you've been dealing with out there on the on the land so you bring it back on board it's got to be the way it got there yeah yeah and we looked up afterwards and it looks like both Colombia and Panama have pretty good uh, vaccination rates which one I don't know but uh theoretically it should have been fairly safe but uh social distancing or whatever you want to call it people were in our face uh in Colombia it was just crazy all the vendors and stuff that were just talking oh about. yeah and yeah uh, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah how you doing yeah, you're coughing what it is now. are you okay are you okay? Lingering cough, you know, had the aches and pains and uh, whatever. But, I mean, it's been, you know, a week since we ended up tested positive. So uh, we're on the mend. Wow. Everybody's doing better. So Good. Good. Take care of yourself. I'm glad you called. Very interesting. Yeah, you start thinking about it. Well, they, they tested everybody before they got on the ship, except for the band. And, uh, but that's the whole thing. You stop in ports of call and that's the fun of it. You can be in some third world country and you don't know. I mean, when we, when I've been on cruises, we've stopped and we don't eat, uh, or drink in the port of call. We might go shopping or go, we've, we've rented, uh, what do you call those little motorcycles and, you know, driving around Vespas. Have fun. They're fun. And you get back on the ship and you can eat the food that the ship has prepared, which you know is good and clean. But but whoever you've been dealing with on shore, it's not going to show up if you got COVID from them and you get on the ship. The test won't show it. Connect and engage with Tom Sullivan on air, online, on demand. First Amendment 101. You're listening to Tom Sullivan. Yes, you are. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming by. Um, gosh, I'm looking at some of these things. And I, I, I just, for the life of me, I, I worry. So the vaccines, by the way, the FDA uh, authorized yesterday um, a fourth Pfizer and Moderna dose for people age 50 and older 50 so i um they're not calling it a booster they're calling it a fourth dose so if you've had dose one dose two you had the booster this is this is the fourth 
And uh, CDC said, oh, yeah, yeah, we're on, we're on board with that, too. So they announced at the same time. The, the thing, um, Marty McCary, Dr. McCary from Johns Hopkins, uh, saw him earlier just before the show started, so we didn't have time to grab it. But uh, I like him. He's not perfect, but he's more ripe than most of them. And he was having conniptions because he said um, he has – Johns Hopkins is in Baltimore, right? So it's in, he's, he's licensed as a doctor in Maryland. And to drive from Baltimore to D.C. is uh, – depends on the traffic, but it's not far. 40 minutes, 50 minutes, something like that. Um, so he has a license to practice as a doctor in D.C., and he has a license to practice a medical do- doctor license in Maryland. Uh, Maryland's fine, but D.C. said, uh, we are not going to allow you to practice medicine unless you have two shots and the booster. Well, Dr. McCary admitted today, he says, I never got the booster. So I'm not allowed to practice in D.C., so all my D.C. patients have to drive up to Baltimore to uh, to see him. But the thing that he was all upset about was the fact that the FDA and the CDC made the decision to recommend to author, I'm sorry, authorize a, a fourth shot from both Pfizer and Moderna. I don't know about all the others out there, but these two got the yes, the thumbs up. Uh, They made the decision without consulting their committees of independent vaccine experts. I thought that was the deal. Instead of having a bunch of of medical bureaucrats at the FDA and at the CDC, they actually have real infectious disease doctors that are practicing out there that come together and they got to call a meeting and they all have to, well, they they didn't have to show up. They had Zoom meetings for them and they had to go over the data. And McCary was going nuts because he said they made the decision about the fourth vaccine without consulting the independent vaccine experts. So a bunch of Washington bureaucrats, they may have an MD, after their name, but they're bureaucrats. Think Fauci. Think all that group. Dr. Redfield. Oh, my gosh, they're all a bunch of government goobs. And I don't understand why they can, how can they say we approve, we authorize this fourth vaccine when they didn't run it through the vaccine experts? So, and the, the reason they did not, by the way, McCary. Uh, said that um, that he will get the booster when he get he got the data on the first shot and said yep that makes sense got the data on the second shot said yep that makes sense uh, booster comes around and he could not get, he asked for the data asked for the data could not get the data and he says the same with this that's why he didn't get the booster. I didn't have the data. I'm not, I'm not, I, I want to know what, you know, I could look at the data. You could look at the data. We don't, we don't know what we're looking at, but he did. He knows what he's looking at. And he said the same thing with this fourth, um, this fourth shot. There's no data on it. So it seems everybody was freaking out about Donald Trump pushing 
the vaccine. Uh, even Kamala Harris said, "I'm not. Ta- I'm not taking the vaccine if Trump's pushing." No, no, no. And then when she got elected, oh yes, it's wonderful. But everybody gave Donald Trump a hard time because of the fact that he was pushing the vaccine. And they said, it's for political reasons. That's what it is. And I was as loud as anybody going, I don't want to listen to the politicians. I want to listen to the doctors, the scientists. So the scientists are now going, wait a minute. This is a bunch of, of these are political decisions being made. And it makes you wonder if somebody in the Biden administration isn't jumping up and down going, you people approve this thing. You hear me? You get this thing approved because Biden is, is is this is still a monkey on his back and he wants it off his back. So CDC quickly signed off without doing anything other than, oh, the FDA approved it. OK. Uh, CDC also recommended all adults who receive two doses of Johnson and Johnson's vaccine get third shots of uh, using Pfizer or Moderna. Uh, those of you who received a Johnson and Johnson vaccine and a second shot of Pfizer and Moderna are not yet eligible for the next dose. Unless you're age 50 and older or have compromised immune systems. So that's the next step is this is for 50 and older crowd, uh, this fourth shot. And, um, I mean, it's just a matter of, I, I, I'm going to guess a couple weeks down the road, they'll be pr- pressured into making it available for everybody. Uh, for the, If you're not 50, I think it's going to be, they're going to say, yeah, 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 you can go get this. Uh, so this is interesting because they started off with, uh, you had to be 65 or older, then down to 60, then now down to 50. Um Israeli scientists published a study, found the death rate from Omicron was 78% lower in seniors 60 to 100 who received the fourth Pfizer dose compared to those who just received the three. I think it's because the darn thing wears out, doesn't it? And I'm going to, I will be um, shocked if they don't say every year, like a flu shot, you go get your your COVID te- you go your COVID shot, get a COVID shot, you get a flu shot, all that sort of stuff. So it's um, it's interesting because they are not beating us up yet. So the CDC and FDA approved the fourth shot yesterday, and maybe the war has taken Biden's focus or the training of troops in Poland, or something, whatever he's thinking, uh, is maybe got his focus right now. But, I mean, usually you would expect him to, you know, do the uh, the Joe Biden thing. Go get your shot now. Now. Go get your shot. Go get your vaccine now. And they were pushing and beating us up so hard on it. A lot of you said, forget it. I hear I got I got it the, the rebel in you said no, I'm not going to go do that. So this one they haven't started beating us up yet, but I 
Couldn't hardly wait. Um, they also came out and said 52% of Americans said they had COVID, either confirmed or suspected. I think that's low. I think it's higher than that. Um, and then, like I said, the, the ship with the mystery spread of the disease and and China stand by for for uh, supply chain problems because China is shutting down major, major cities and major, major businesses. Toyota, for heaven's sakes. The Foxconn, the company that makes all the Apple products, shut down in Shanghai and Shenzhen. Short break, we'll be right Stop back. Stop yelling at the radio and get on the phone now. You're with Tom Sullivan. Yeah, so the COVID thing is back. Um, I think it's I think it's being buried mostly by the uh, by the uh, Ukraine Russia conflict. People aren't talking about it like they were before. And I don't know, but we're 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 in a lull, and I hope we're out of it. But it seems like wherever I travel, everybody seems to be fine. Everybody's enjoying life again to a certain extent. Phone number is eight five five two nine five sixty six hundred. Michael. Thank you for calling. Welcome. You're on the Tom Sullivan Show. Love the show, Tom. I wanted to. I was telling your call screener that when I I got Moderna, and the reason I did it is to protect my elderly mother, 84 years old. And we were told we're going to need this card to get into events, restaurants. To in in right. fact, if you want to visit a loved one in a hospital, you're going to need this card. So now yeah. we could all see this coming. The writing on the wall that this is going to turn into a lucrative, you know flu shot for these companies yearly now in the beginning all we needed was these two and we were good to go now it's the third the fourth you look at israel that's like on their fifth or sixth and my thing is why would i get it if i see jen saki who is now boosted has had covid twice so yeah. What is, if, if, if the scientists are telling us the variants are getting weaker and weaker and that's what happens to viruses as they progress why in the world would I keep injecting something into my body that was developed in 18 months? And I know that this is something they've been in the works for 20 years. There hasn't been trials for 20 years. There's only been human trials for, you know, three, four months, and they ship this to half the world. So they – and they can say scientists whatever they want. You can hear these commercials that are shoved down our throats that it's safe. Yeah, get your little one. For all we know, in 30 years, half the world could be, you know, infertile. We don't know these things yet, and to keep they they like, they didn't know that they didn't know that about any vaccine. I mean, they might they may true. test that's it for five years, but what will what'll happen in ten? Why well, what will happen in twenty? Why I could be fertile? Yeah, I, I mean, so you uh, you 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 have to. It, there's a certain amount of uh, a leap of faith, and and so are you are you mad? Are you upset with yourself that you took it? Are you feeling like you got myself. snookered? I'm just, um, well, I'm 50, so I feel I'm in good, great shape. 
also perfect labs, all that. I feel like I was kind of dumb for getting it, but I, my mother had to go into the hospital and it was just a no brainer. The decision was to, if I wanted to see her, you had to have it. And I would have done anything to go in to see her. So you can give me 10 vaccines and I'll take them to go see her. But at the same time, now I'm thinking it was probably pointless for people that were healthy. And now I have a trip coming to Hawaii. I can't, I can't go because I need the booster and I'm not getting it. Now for work, they're trying to um, force us that we have to have that booster. And when you start well, I, 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 in society, I live in I live in a city where you can't go to Madison Square Garden. You can't go to a, a basketball game. You can't go to a concert. You can't go to a restaurant yeah. unless you got your back card. So I was turned away from a Warriors game and a restaurant. So it it, it really is. And, but and and the, and the dirty thing is, is I did my part, so called for society to protect everyone else around me. I got my two. They never said when you get your two and you get your little card, which, you know, is it means well, it's, it's not that far off from Nazi Germany when you start labeling people. And I know that sounds extreme, but when oh, you put gold stars on everybody no. to, let, to let people know. No, I know you think I'm not fun, but we don't. Who, people that have. The are, you gonna, are you going to are you going to are you going to tattoo tattoo your your vax card on your on your arm like the Jews had to do yeah. with the with the number? no. I didn't, but I didn't that's hyperbole. But but I but I'll go this you're far. Right, you're right. I'll go this far with you, Michael. I, I have said for quite some time the reason they didn't say to you what you are now saying. Why didn't they tell us this? Why I don't think they know, and I don't think they knew. And I and I I still think they're trying to figure out how to battle this thing. And if you really want to get down to basics. Remember they said the coronavirus is from the same, I don't know what you call it, gene pool, family, whatever you want to call it, as the common cold, right? Have they well, you look on a been able to cure Lysol, it? It says fights coronavirus. How, how you, <laughs> I mean, have, have, they, have they cured the common cold? No. I don't think they'll, no, I don't know if they're ever going to cure this. I don't know if they're ever going to cure this. Why? Why keep boosting us? The flu kills because you know because tens of thousands of people. It wears it wears down. It doesn't protect you as much after uh, so many months. That's what they but tell the us. Is, yeah, it's what they tell us. But if 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 half the world isn't vaccinated, and there keep new variants keep popping up, we're going to keep hearing. Oh, and, and like Lee Johnson Johnson was honest. They came out and said this does nothing against Omicron. Like. So I appreciate their honesty. At least they came out and well, said this doesn't do it. And I do it, apologize it's like to the, the, the it's, people for my my comment about the the star. I didn't even think about the tattooing, Tom, and the other horrific things. So that was a gross analogy. I apologize for that. Yeah, yeah, but but it, yeah, yeah, it was it was. That's all right. You're over. I, I'm I'm sure they accept your apology. But I, I the cruise ship is a mystery, and um, I saw an article yesterday that Africa has very little COVID, and they don't understand it because very few of the people, the, COVID, the, the vaccination rate is super low. How can that be? That's why I say, Michael, they're, they're trying. They're trying, but they don't know. They don't know. They're trying, but, you, you, but the idea behind America is we've got freedom, and forcing people to get vaccinated is just a very scary thing. Yeah, I, I 
I agree with you there. People should have the right to decide whether to do it or not. But I got to run. You got the last voice of the day, but thank you, Michael. So, um, stock market today. Liked the fact that uh, there was maybe some progress in the war peace talks. And the S&P, which was in correction territory, has moved out of it again. It's gone back up. Um, the market now, today, where'd it go? Up 338 on the Dow. The Dow at 35,294. S&P up 56. Price of NASDAQ up 264. The price of gold down $21 to 1918. The price of oil down almost a dollar. Still very expensive, $105 for one barrel of oil. On the comment line, this caller wants to let us in on a little-known fact about girls. It's not really all about puberty or when we hit puberty, but the girls are thinking about how cute the boys are way earlier than the boys, I think, ever are. Oh. Well, that's nice to know. I thought you thought we were all a bunch of adults. This caller thinks we need to stop depending on China. It begs the question, why are we not manufacturing the goods we need here? Why are we not producing cars, drilling our resources that we've got for oil and gas? All of these things should be in the United States. I agree.